1: This is Reception Reception the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon.
0: Okay, so I wanted to get to this next guy because I'm very, very um, intrigued by Rashid Shaheed there in New Orleans. Um, I, I had a markdown. Was it on this show that I talked about Shahid as a potential deep sleeper? Um, anyways, regardless, I really like him. Uh, he's got interesting athletic traits. He didn't measure anything. Uh, either at the combine or the pro day because he was recovering from an ACL tear. Uh, But man, you pop on and just like watch Shahid play a little bit. And you're like, dude, (laughs) this guy
1: is an absolute athlete.
0: Okay, now beyond him being an athlete, does he have technical skills at the wide receiver position?
1: Yeah, and I only have two games on him because he's not played very much, um, no. but he has started the last two games, which I think is interesting, uh, especially coming out of the bye. I'm I'm intrigued by Rashid Shahid as well, dude. I think from a route running perspective, he's the one thing he's got to get better at, uh, you know, 60% success rate versus press, which isn't god-awful but it's certainly below average he's got that stupid hop move that like young players that you know they haven't quite refined their release move yet you'll see him do like the hop one direction on the line of scrimmage and they're trying to. it's like come on man you got to stop doing that like get again get into the release get off the line you're wasting time um he does that that's irritating but from an actual man coverage standpoint 68.2 percent success rate versus man coverage which is not like absolutely outrageous or anything like that but nope it's right about above the league it's about it's above the league average and again two game sample stuff like that we we, we know he's also all all a caveat he's also a rookie yeah he's a rookie he's a rookie a, a small um a smaller guy thinner guy which might show up some of the 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 press coverage stuff might always be an issue with him but i think if he gets his technique right that might be a an area where he could could round into form there you know he reminds me a little bit like if he fully develops as like a T.Y. Hilton type of player, Um, you know, speed guy. And my God, dude, think about the speed that new Orleans has right now with Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid, when they put those guys on the field together, Um, I I came away pretty impressed with him. Obviously nine route success rate, really good post route success rate. Phenomenal. Um, He can absolutely, he can fly. And if he continues to, get the technique up on like a 75% success rate on curls, 72% success rate on slants, if those scores can improve the longer he plays. I mean, we're talking about a guy that might be like uh, maybe a starter for the Saints, uh, but certainly like a, a starter in three wide receiver sets. I think he could be that guy.
0: Uh, this is a guy that uh, made his hay as a special teamer, right? Like this is a, a somebody who at Weber State, had a, I, mean, I think he had like eight um, punt return touchdowns. Weber State is that? I know Weber State. It's it's crazy, uh, but no, you're right. He he is a a, a smaller ish right wide receiver. We're talking five uh, eleven and a uh, buck eighty five, right? Um, but man, as a special teamer for Weber State, uh, uh, very elusive. And I think that you know start stop ability, I think shows up as a receiver. You talk about him getting a little bit more playing time too, because again, he went to Weber State. He is was primarily known as a special teams guy. Um, and for the first early part of the season, and remember, he's a rookie for the Saints. He played about 15 percent of the snaps. And then over the last three or four weeks now, he's been pushing, you know, over 55 percent, starting to push 60 percent of the snaps played. And, and I understand that uh, injuries have certainly uh, played a big factor in that. But isn't this also the archetype of player, Matt, where he's a rookie? So he doesn't play early on, and then after the bye week, starts to play a little bit more, starts to put a little bit more on tape, and is making bigger splash plays. Um, and that's the thing that this guy does, right? Like, it's splash play city uh, with Shahid.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the post route he ran uh, with Taysom Hill throwing, a, throwing him a touchdown against uh, the the Falcons last week, that was impressive. That was speed. I'll tell you, I'm again, this is another clip I want to um, – I want to highlight and, and post uh, potentially on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff like that in the next couple of days. I'm going to try to do more of this stuff, especially in the offseason when I'm charting, but um, yeah, there's a, there's a great play against the, the bucks where he's lined up as an extra receiver. He's got press coverage here against, I think it's 35 Jamel Dean there for the, for the bucks. Who's not one of their better corners, but whatever um, he get this in this, in this particular play gets off the line of scrimmage in a hurry. Doesn't do any of that hopping BS gets right into the go route, stacks the defender, Gets separation. Dalton, of course, doesn't doesn't get it there. Gets it there a little <laughs> late, and and, and Shahid okay. stops. turns, turns around, tracks the ball, wins a, a difficult catch there. Despite Beautiful. having the early separation, that was like for me. Beautiful. That was like that's wide receiver stuff. That is playing big boy, real life NFL wide receiver as a smaller guy. That's the type of stuff where I'm saying, okay, if he can continue to develop in that way, maybe we are looking at a potential. T. Y. Hilton, John Brown, that axis of wide receiver.
0: T. Y. Hilton was a longtime number one for the Indianapolis Colts, but I think John Brown uh, profiled more as like a really high quality number two. Um, could I assume that is what you are saying about Shahid? That playing maybe opposite as a of a dominant number one and Chris Olave, could Shahid uh, actually be a, a very consistent and reliable, uh,
1: maybe top end wide receiver two for the Saints? I mean, y'all know I love John Brown. Okay, so everybody knows I love. I'm a big, big John Brown fan. So I'm, I I don't. I'm just saying, like, axis of player, player style, player archetype. These guys Mm -hmm. and T. Y. Hilton sort of all comparable to me. Um, but yeah, just it's so early. It's so early to say like he could be that guy. But I think at the very least, like the Saints, I, I I feel very good in saying like buy or sell. I'm buying that the saints found something in this guy and he will, even if he becomes like a, remember Devery Henderson for the saints way back in the day. Like that guy would just pop up for big plays (laughs) out of nowhere. You know that maybe I'm thinking very worse. He's that guy. And by the way, that's an incredible floor to just be like, Hey, every three games or so this dude's going to just rip it. He's going to rip a huge play for us. And and that gate like turn flip the field. I think the saints found a guy like that. And I do think, if he shows more of those wide receiver signs that he did in the, these last couple of games, maybe he could build on and be like a John Brown type of player.
0: Well, if he's going to do that, he needs to be, he needs to be more than just a vertical guy. Um, and I think from what I I can tell, man, I don't know. Like, like I said, I like his short area burst, dude. I, so I, I think he can win um, in the short and intermediate areas of the field. And boy, I tell you, man, if he can do that, he's such an interesting player to me. Um, I, I like I like what I see in Shahid. I do, and, and I remember him catching like a, a long one, like in like week one or two or something like that, and, and it was just so random. And I was like, who in the who in the hell is Rashid Shahid? And I completely brushed him off. Uh, and then over the last you know again three or four weeks, he's become so much more of an integral part of the Saints' offense. As a matter of fact, played north of seventy percent of the snaps uh, there in uh, the Saints' last game. It's just, man, I'm, I am very intrigued by the upside of this young player in Shahid, who again is this unknown rookie out of Weber state. So, um, yeah, let's, let's just keep a, let's keep a little tab on him and see where he is at All right, opposite
1: end of the spectrum. Sorry. Rest of, rest of season two for, for Shahid. Um, I'm not ruling out that like he could just from a fantasy perspective, like Matchup against the Browns, you know, they're definitely more of a run defense and a pass defense, a pass defense exploitation matchup type of situation. Um, Eagles, we'll see how much the Eagles are really giving it all. They're all in week 17. Like, I'm even thinking just like rest of the season, he could make a little impact here. Um, and then we're talking like, yeah, shoot. We could be pretty excited about Rasheed Shahid if they have a quarterback there. Just a ton of team speed with him and Chris Olave. So I just keep an eye on him in like a cheap DFS prop type of situation <laughs> in week 16. I kind of like it.
0: Uh, the pro- the problem is that you people like you and me, we're going to like prop him up this offseason. <laughs> That's what's going to uh, drive his price up. You know what I'm saying? But like, oh my gosh, this guy was so under the radar. Um, but yeah, no, we'll see. We, we shall see uh, what happens with Shahid, who, by the way, Each and every week for the past three weeks has increased his total yardage um, and snap share as well, going from 53 percent to 61 percent to 71 percent of the snaps for the New Orleans Saints. So you can tell that the Saints right now are starting to believe and maybe trust a little bit more. Uh, in this rookie out of Weber State. All right. Like I said, Shahid, though, was not very, um, I guess, well-touted coming out of school, a small school in Weber State. But I tell you what, man, Terrace Marshall was. Um, and coming out of LSU, played a lot of slot receiver there, was a, such a size, speed freak. Uh, people like me, and I'll, be, I'll just be honest with you, I was crazy excited, insanely assi- excited about Terrace Marshall. And he did everything. Absolutely nothing for about a year and a half. I know you charted him last year as well, and the numbers looked freaking terrible. But I would say, over ever since the coaching change, there's been a little bit of a change for Terrace Marshall as well. What has your charting data found uh, as of late for Terrace Marshall?
1: So, I think he's much better suited to the role that they have him in now. Uh, Because remember, last year he was playing still some of that slot receiver stuff. And yeah, I mean, his reception perception profile was horrible uh, as a rookie. Uh, You know, one of the worst success rate versus man coverage scores I've ever charted. Um, You know, below 40%, that's pretty bad. That's getting you into the uh, Justin Hunter territory. Uh, you don't want to be in the, ju- you don't want to be in the Justin Hunter, Jalen Rager zone. And Paris uh, <laughs> Marshall was in the Justin Hunter, Jalen Rager zone yeah. last year. Right. Uh, this year uh, he's playing like more X receiver in the games that I charted 92.4% snaps outside 84% on the line of scrimmage. I think that suits him best. Cause even if you remember from his reception perception, college profile, he had pretty good. He'd. Really poor success rate versus no numbers, but his man and press score were pretty good. But then when you looked into it a little further, his two best routes were, and really the only two routes that he was above the collegiate average were go routes and slant routes. You look at him so far this year, go routes and slant r- routes, that's still about it. Um, not not a lot of success on uh, anything else. Uh, 58.8% success rate on nine routes, 80% success rate uh, on slant routes those are the only routes where he scored uh, above the uh, NFL average on, on those two routes. Um, he was over 40% success rate versus man, but 40.7% uh, success rate versus man coverage uh, for, for Terrace Marshall this year. I was hoping for better for my guy, Terrace, uh, but no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm still like, I don't, I don't see him. I think in a best, best case scenario, he would be like a poor man's Devonte Parker type. And I just don't think that, I think those guys are pretty limited role players. I, I know Parker's had some career success, but he's had like one good year, right? With, with Fitzpatrick, like throwing up the war yeah. horse. And I'm saying like, he could be maybe a poor man's version of that. So for, for the positive side, he's in the right role. Okay. For that, But like being a ex receiver, sure. that's where you, you want him to go up there and, um, God be still. And that's the thing. The most disappointing thing about Terrace Marshall, not the separation stuff, but he's just so inconsistent at the catch point. Hmm. Um, and that was, he was great at that in college. He was a great contested catch receiver in college, but that has not shown up, uh, five contested catches in the sample. I have here just one, uh, contested catch, uh, conversion there. So yeah, I'm, strange. I'm, I, I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. Cause he has the size. He has the speed. The athleticism is all there. Um, so he's definitely a guy that can win on go routes, can win on some slants and crossers and stuff. But, um, yeah, no, I, I you know, I'm not, I, I, I still am not. Very optimistic about Terrace.
0: Okay, there you go. Uh, last year, the guy played about 40% of his snaps uh, out wide. So about 60% in the slot. So primarily a slot receiver this year. And, and actually, that percentage actually kind of tracked through for the first couple games under Matt Rule, too. He barely played, of course. Um, but, uh, but, you know, with the coaching change now, he's played 86% of his snaps lined up out wide. I mean, that you talk about flipping it from like 40% to 86% out wide, man. Like that is such Sweet a deal. different role change. Um, you've talked about it a lot. It, it, it's almost like a different, a completely different position when you're playing outside uh, versus playing as a slot man.
1: Yes, for sure. I mean, look at, like I said, slants and, and, and go routes, because one thing I think Terrace is pretty good at it, on these slant routes is like he'll, he'll, use the sideline to his advantage and take a he'll take a defender to the outside and snap it back inside that's probably the best thing he does right now from a technique perspective but um you know dig routes uh flat routes stuff like that uh, he just is not there even like even out routes he's not there from a slot receiver perspective that was just a bad position for him i don't give a I don't give a damn that he played it in college, right? In Joe mm-hmm. Brady's offense, and they had Joe Brady and stuff like that. To me, he was never going to be a slot receiver in the NFL because he's not that type of route runner. But he's an athlete, which is why he's good on the slant routes. Is why he's good on the nine routes. Uh, I think if you keep him there, he can be like a pass. He could be a passable third receiver, but a guy that you probably want to probably want to upgrade from. I think Carolina desperately needs to add wide receiver talent. I mean, they're like the they're like the island of misfit toys behind DJ Moore. you know, they've got Terrace Marshall. They took on LaVisca Chenault yeah. this year, right? You know, Shy Smith is up in there dropping passes for them. I mean, they they desperately need better at wide receiver two through four, uh, two through five really on the depth chart. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I know Terrace has had a couple of big games, but what are we talking about here with Mac Collins? Like, if you're out there running routes on 90% of the dropbacks, you're going to fall ass backwards into some good <laughs> statistical games in the NFL. Right.
0: No, that's true. Even
1: his game against the Falcons. Like there's a lot of bad plays there, but he ended up with a good stat line at the end of the day, because you know, he's out there running go routes and like he catches a cut one or two of them or, you know, one that's or two of those matters. slant routes and takes it after the catch. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm just not buying that. There's like a big career revival uh, for Terrace Marshall, but um, again, poor maybe a poor man's Devontae Parker in a best case scenario. Parker didn't have a good year, a rookie year in reception perception. Neither, no. obviously, here did Terrace Marshall. So, I think that's probably where I'm at with him. Um, okay, yeah, you know, based on based on the in season charting data. I will
0: I will be a little bit more optimistic with Terrace Marshall because he is such a like such a freakishly good athlete. Um, that I've, I believe that if he's able to kind of figure out some route running ability um, and expand on his slant and go routes, um, I think also confidence is a huge, huge mm. factor. And I think his body language, um, you know, over the last you know three or four games, you can just tell, man, like he is really starting to feel himself just a little bit. Um, yeah. and, and I think that plays such a big factor. And some players, they just have it right. Uh, Other players, they need to develop that confidence. And I, and I wonder if Terrace Marshall is starting to develop a little bit more confidence. Obviously he had that, uh, when he was at LSU, just bodying up these five ten DBs, not doesn't necessarily have it, uh, in the NFL, especially when he was thrown into the doghouse by, uh, Matt rule and company. Uh, but I think overall, I, I would say I will have a little bit more optimism, uh, for a player that is a good athlete, and as you mentioned, has a baseline where if, if to me, I think if you have a baseline of being able to win on nines and being able to win on slants, well, I'll tell you that that's interesting, you know, because yeah. if you, you only got to build out, you know, a couple more things there. Uh, before you start to become a really effective player. And I don't think that contested catch thing's going to, like, I, I know, I, look, I, I know that he hasn't been good on it this year, but I, I again, when you go back and you look at some of the things that he's been able to do, he,
1: he I, I still think he's got that. Hey, fair enough. Um, look, I mean, right now, Christian Watson can only really run uh, slants, goes and deep overs. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think Christian Watson has more, freaky athletic ability that if he takes a step as a route runner he obviously can way outkick this but that's why I kind of want to give the Devontae Parker example because Parker has at different times been a slant and go guy only during shoot during his best season with Ryan Fitzpatrick like I mentioned you look back at the reception perception charts slants and goes uh, were his two best routes that's why I think I, I I mean you're probably right that the floor is there for him to be a useful NFL player I think he can be a Last year, based on the, the data, if he had stayed in that role, I don't think he could be a useful NFL right. player. But in this role as an X receiver, which like, hey, if we can just get DJ more out of the X, you've done your job, <laughs> Terrace. I'm happy <laughs> with, with that. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I, I think he could be a useful NFL player in this role. Um, but is he ever going to be like a high volume, 100 plus targets? I, you know, I, I don't know that he'd be that type of guy, but a no. useful NFL player, he, he might be that guy. All right. There you go.
0: Um, interesting list, man. Because again, these are not marquee dudes that we are talking about here. Um, and a good game that we just played here in terms of buy or sell. Uh, and I am very intrigued by some of the names uh, on this list. And, and to be honest with you, I'm sure, I'm sure fan bases are also wondering, like, are these guys legit? Are they not legit? Uh, well, our dude, our, our guy Matt Harmon's on the case, man, and, and trying to figure that stuff out for you. Um, as well. All right. But our time does run short, man, a a good long podcast talking about a bunch of rando dudes, Matt, but that's (laughs) what we do here on reception. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh,
1: People. I think people honestly sometimes would rather hear me talk about, I I don't know. There's a, there's different. Different type of people subscribe to Reception Perception and like Reception Perception. There's some people that are like, yeah, give me all the details on how good Devontae Adams is <laughs> <on> how good <laughs> Stephon Diggs is. And right. we obviously been ahead of the curve on those guys previous to this year. Um, I don't know that we have the next Stephon Diggs in this group here, but I definitely think there's a segment of rp subscribers and hey if you have opinions on this please like tweet at me hit me up in discord at matt Harmon underscore byb if you're a subscriber get me in the discord like i love for you people to tell me what you want like if you would ra- if you rather hear look i'm never going to stop charting with great players in the nfl because i need yeah. my sanity and and it's just all part of it but um <laughs> if you want to hear more right. about like potential goofballs it's always good to round out the database i'll say that yeah there
0: you go there it is all right but our time does run short man uh and i appreciate everyone listening um i tell you what if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do and uh if you haven't checked out the website go check out the website as well receptionperception.com. but for now uh we gotta go man and we're gonna let you guys go as well for matt harman i'm james Coe. we'll see you